It's time now for the legal show. Let's take attendance uh, here on the legal show tonight. News Radio 570 WKBN. Beatrice? Beatrice? You ever see the movie Ferris Bueller? Bueller. Yeah. Bueller. <laughs> Good. You're, you're getting it there. I got you? it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. Right. I got the connection. Do you see? You see? Remember that from Ferris Bueller's Yes. Dad? Bueller. Bueller. Okay, I'm doing attendance. Beatrice? Beatrice? Okay. DeVecchio? Present. Moses? Here. All right. Uh, welcome to the legal show. Two of three are here from the A-team. Attorney Carl Moses is here. Carl Moses is here. Uh, great legal minds from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. He does. He's a litigator. He does all types of medical malpractice, auto accidents, dog bites. Uh, you practice all kinds of law, right? Personal injury. Yes. Right, but I mean, you've done it all in the past. I have. Even even Mark's type of uh, specialty. Divorce, yeah. And that a long kind of stuff. time ago. So Moses yes. knows a lot of stuff. I mean, he was around during the Magna Carta and all that stuff, so he knows the law from the ground up, right? I do, yes. All right, abs- absolutely. DeVecchio is uh, my idol because he's doing child support, divorce, custody issues. He's doing important work out there, and he's doing family law. And I talked to Carl once. I said, why does that burn so many people out? Carl says, because it's very nerve-wracking. It's very emotional. But I think DeVecchio handles it well. I, I really do. I think uh, I do, too. Before he's made we, for it. And before we <laughs> came you. on, we, we talked about his personality, very pleasant. Uh, but you combine his his personality, very pleasant personality, with his intelligence, and you've got a real winner. Right? Yeah. Well, thank you, Carl. You thank I you. That's that. very nice. I mean that. But I, I, sometimes a pleasant. Carl, I thought you were talking about me. You met Mark? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Do you hear how quick he is with the no? I love it. No. Love no. it. No. Like, he gave you a three no. Nice. Yeah. Nice no. Yeah. no. Not just no. a no. He wouldn't make he it real Emphatically yeah. three times he wasn't yeah. talking yeah. about yeah. you. Nice try, Rod. <laughs> you're a different guy without that tie, Moses. You're, you know what I mean? I feel relaxed. Moses has got to leave the show early. What time do you have to leave today? I haven't made up my mind yet. Okay. Cause, <laughs> you know what Moses said? I have to go to a fundraising event, and I don't want to miss the dinner. Well, you buy the ticket. You should that's get right. something out of it. That's right. I agree. Thank you. Right? Thank you, Mark. I mean, that's just practical. You think? Especially if he's going right from here. He hasn't eaten dinner. When's he going to eat dinner, poor guy? Who came in at one time? It was DeVecchio when he wasn't feeling well, and we threw him right out of the studio. <laughs> I was That was the sickest see, I've how, ever been see, in my adult life. See how committed you are to the show, though? Well, I, it was just coming down but with But that's it. what I love about you. Well, You're committed, and you were on death's doorstep. I wa- well, I, I was just, I had just con- you know contracted something earlier in the day. Like Ebola or something well, serious. Well, I, I walked in here. I was weak. I had the chills. I was getting pale. I said, guys, I don't know. I, I don't feel that great. Carl is on a chair with wheels. He slid that chair to the other end of the room. He broke land speed records. And I threw he pulled his shirt over his face. I'll never he forget said, that. Get out of here. Right. I spent the next three days. It couldn't lift my head off the pillow in bed. Just deathly. Ill. I immediately threw you out of here. And once I threw yeah. you out of here, I then went over to where Moses sits to <laughs> ask him. I sanitized the whole thing before I took care of anything. Did. Did. I, 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 did I not sanitize your counter, your microphone, everything? 
everything, Moses. I said, Moses, I can't risk you getting sick. I felt so guilty missing the show, too. I did. I felt so guilty. I'm like, what if we would have caught whatever you had? Wow, you, you, get, you get better. You'll bounce back. <laughs> so you're down a couple days. Right. You dropped 10 pounds. You're right. Boy, you were really sick, though, too. I was, too. Whatever that was. So that, that was a classic day, wasn't it, Moses? Yeah, you didn't just sanitize my seat. You sanitized yours, <laughs> Whose too. did I do first, yeah. Moses? Well, I, I agree. Thank you. I mean, Thank I, you. The first time I came back in, you guys had hazmat suits on <laughs> just to make sure that I got rid of whatever I had. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's take some questions. Jeff, you're on with the attorneys. Go ahead. Yeah, I had a question. I um, have a child support case. I'm currently the payor, but my child has moved in with me full-time. How okay. do I go about having the pay no longer come from me? You have to file a motion. You have to file a motion with the court. Whichever court issued the support order has jurisdiction to hear any subsequent changes in circumstances which would trigger a change in the order. So you were the obligor. The court considers you the obligor. But now you that you have physical custody, my advice would be to file a motion to modify custody because they don't recognize that you have physical custody. So they have to grant you physical custody, and then they have to modify support. So your grounds to file the motion to modify custody would be that I currently have custody. And and if there's, you know, the, the other parent opposes you, you just cite how long you've had custody. Well, I've had custody the last six months or the last year, and now that I file a motion for, for to modify support, you're going to say that I don't? So that's okay. my advice. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. News Radio 570 WKVN. George, you're on with Moses and DeVecchio, the legal show brought to you by Beatrice Kopp and Harshman. Hi, Ron. How you doing today? I'm okay, George. How you Hi, doing? Hi, Lars. How you doing? Hi, Hi George. Hello. Well, I'm not playing around. This is my voice for real. Okay. I know. It sounds it sounds like a guy trying to sound sexy, though, you know? Um, I am sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sense that I'm you were, you know, in a, stra- citizen, it, right, in a strange way. I said this guy's probably sexy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Ron says that about a lot of callers, though. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm an idiot, so go ahead. <laughs> hey, question. Which lawyer there is from Pennsylvania? Attorney Carl, Carl Moses. What's Carl your middle Moses. initial, Moses? Okay. M. Mr. What, Moses, where's your office like at? In Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Hermitage? Yes. That's uh, right outside of Zilly? I'm sorry? Out of Zilly? Yes. No, it's in Hermitage. You know, Hermitage is right across the state line. It's, it's uh, adjacent to Sharon, Pennsylvania. Okay. Are you familiar with that area? Yeah, what route is that on? Would that be on uh, 18? Yes, Route 18. Route 18, okay. I have a little question I want to ask. How long, what's the time on, on contesting a wheel? In Pennsylvania? Yes. I don't know the answer to that, quite frankly. I'd have to, I'd have to look that up. How long uh, has it been, caller? Well, it's probably about a year and a half, I guess. Well, has there been a... Yeah, have they closed the estate? That's what I was just Yeah, the estate was closed, but there's some questions about the estate that I have. Why didn't you ask him at the time? The lawyer wouldn't even talk to me. Well, you could have filed some sort of an objection. Well, Uh, he he more or less wanted me out of the office. What were you doing that irritated him so much? I didn't do a blessed thing. Are you talking about your lawyer? No, no, the the lawyer that... uh, it was my father. My father and I had a business, okay? Uh, I worked for my dad for 30-plus years, okay? He passed away. He's promised me and promised me that I would get the business and, and the home. Well, lo and behold, 
whenever my father passed away, we were in good standings with each other. Um, my sisters inherited the, all the business. They inherited the, the home and everything. Were they, I got nothing. All right. Were they named in the will, the sisters? Yes, they were both named in the will, yes. Well, he'd have a right to exclude you if he wanted to in his will. In other words, uh, I don't think you'd have any right if he, in fact, unless you can show there was some sort of uh, verbal force use uh, right. upon uh, Well, here's, here's the thing. Yeah. My, who, who knows your, who, your birth name, okay? My birth name is George G., the middle initial. And on the wheel, it said George E. as my middle initial. Well, I thought you said he was not leaving you anything per he the wheel. He didn't leave me. A, that's what it says in the wheel. He didn't leave me a thing. Well, the, oh. the grounds oh. to contest a will in Pennsylvania, I just looked this up, okay. is that you could allege that there was a procedural mistake in the making of the will, okay. a, a fraudulent will or one that is a forgery, or that the testator w that made the will did so because he was under duress from another beneficiary. So those are all good grounds. If you say you're, the other beneficiaries put, put, put him under duress to leave you out of the will, those may be grounds to contest it. However, the statute of limitations in Pennsylvania is a year. A year, is that it? Yeah, no, in most no other states it's two either. years. So A year, okay, a year me, from, what? A year from when the estate but, but, is open. But hang on, I think I get what this guy is saying. Let me uh, one, one just one, okay, just hang on a second. Are you okay. claiming, uh, I'm reading between the lines, are you claiming you think that somebody else tampered with that will to exclude you and it wasn't your father's? Original document Very possible. because he had your middle name wrong. Very possible. But did, In fact, his signature, I've had my dad's signature through the business through the years. I knew how he, he signed his name and everything, okay? Mm -hmm. His signature on a couple pieces of paper with the wheel did not look like his signatures. Now, another thing, I got, I got a letter in the mail the other day, okay, that the business was closed up for like uh, five years prior to uh, his death. Now, in, in the letter in the mail I got was a check addressed to me for $10,000. And when it says to my son George, upon my death, that he, he shall receive $10,000. And the check was right out in my name and that, and his signature on it. Well, now, did, did, you, did you present any of this evidence I while the will got, was being probated? The, wait a minute. I just got the check in the mail of but last week. From whom? Don't know. No no line. It, the only thing it said on there, uh, I'm trying to think out of the little notes, said, I'm sorry that I didn't send this to you in enough time, but I hope you can cash in on this. You better you better see a lawyer yeah. who, who deals in estates. In estates. I think okay. that's what you have yeah, to do. Yeah, go go see a probate lawyer. Did I hear him right? He just got this check after a year later yes. and you and yes. you have no idea who's who's who the check is from? No. Well the check's from my father. It was our business check. All right. But he's been passed on for how long now? He's a little over a year, about a year and three months. But he signed it and, and are the funds there if you go to cash it? I uh, know the business was closed about about a year or two before. Uh, uh, so is the check worth anything? I don't know. No, there's part of the, the account's closed. It's NSF, or it's going to close the account. But still, can I hold the estate for this? You have to see an estate. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. To do. 
Because it sounds like you would have grounds to, this is newly discovered evidence. It may be evidence of a fraud or duress. Yeah, okay. So, the, the, you know, the court in Pennsylvania, I'm not a Pennsylvania lawyer, and, and Carl doesn't practice that much probate now, but uh, they may expand on the statute of limitations beyond a year in, in your particular case. If you can show fraud. What you have to do is... i got to prove it. Li- li- listen, sit down with a, p- with a tablet. And okay. and put and make out an out make up an outline so that when you do see a lawyer it'll be it'll be in in chronological order, uh, time wise and you tell the lawyer everything and okay. and make a copy of the outline give him a copy that'll save a lot of time and uh, it'll it'll uh, get you better advice that way. Do you no. think you hang on a second? Do you think your sisters answer my question? Do you think your sisters put the screws to you? Yes or no? Well, I believe both. Yeah, I sort of do. Yes. All right. Yes. No, no, just answer these questions. What do, What do you think would be their motivation? Did you not get along with your sisters? No, I love my sister. I always thought they loved me. So why would they do something I, like this to you? God, I don't really know. Okay. Do you think your father at any point changed his mind? Did you piss him off or anything? Yes or no? I well, here's I'll tell you what happened. I got cancer. I had to quit the business. I got very sick. Okay. Okay. And he sold my tools. Which I did recuperate some of the money from my tools, and he sold so to he the might, estate. So that might be why he left the business to the sisters, do you think? Because you couldn't do it? The business. The business. They Post. sold the business. They sold yeah. everything. George, may I interject? Was it, was it a sizable estate? I mean, was it, was it a lot of money? No, not, uh, I'd say probably the, the, his dwelling was probably worth, uh, I would say, Mark Cavillia, probably 150000 then plus to whatever the uh, the business would, the asset of the business would be. I don't know, you know. So but, par- uh, 50, 60, the business 70, the house for $70,000. Yeah, this seems, you, uh, listen to what Moses told you to do. Yes, and, and one of the problems you're facing is that normally when an estate is opened, if a lawyer is handling it, uh, there is advertising that, that gives notice to people who have a claim like yourself or people who owe money to the estate. And so you might have a problem if you did not come forward. At any rate, you've got to put together an outline and see a lawyer who handles this stuff. Yeah, save your check and save the envelope it came in as well. Make sure that you keep all that material together. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and when you go to see the lawyer, make sure you take another blank check with you to write a check to him for $10,000. All right. Okay. Good luck, George. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. That's if you go to see Moses. Well, you're very thought, good at I thought you were going to say he could sign it, endorse it over to me. Well, right. you know what I mean. No, we're a worthless check. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Okay. You think of that. Wayne, News Radio 570 WKVN 521. Hello, Wayne. You're on a legal show. Hey, gentlemen. I just want to find out. I, I fell ill. I was out in Cleveland, and I went to one of the hospitals out there in Cleveland. I checked myself into the ER. And uh, as I'm sitting there waiting to be seen by the doctor, I got assaulted by a patient out there. Who- Hang on, we'll come back to you in a minute. Back to it, News Radio 570 WKBN with attorney Mark DeVecchio and Carl Moses, who are joining us in the studio here tonight. Moses without a tie. Very, very difficult for me to do the broadcast. I'm almost fascinated <laughs> by, by the fact that you don't have it. I'm happy you're fascinated. Thank you. <laughs> Very simple mind. All right. You were waiting in Cleveland. Did you get assaulted in a waiting room? Yes, sir. I got assaulted. Come to find out it was a, uh, a mental patient who has had a history of 
uh, assault, and uh, they knew all about it and let him just roam the ER. He came and hit me dead center in my left temple. Uh, how he didn't kill me, I don't know, but there's camera footage. Uh, they've already pulled the video for it. Uh, this happened back in August, and now I'm getting all kind of ER bills for CAT scans, everything. They didn't even want to do a CAT scan on me. My, uh, my head swelled got real spongy right away, and uh, they refused to do it. I says, I want a CAT scan done. I don't know what damage is done. Well, you're not nauseated. You're not throwing up. So that was the, uh, the, the excuse they gave me for not to do one, for not doing a CAT scan. Well, anyway, got it done. Now I've got about $7,000 worth of bills. Never received a call from anybody from that hospital uh, apologizing or taking any type of responsibility for the attack that happened to me. I went in for one reason and left with a whole different reason. Do you have any? Day, you, I, I can't lay. I can't you, lay on my left side. I can't chew. I can't yawn. Do you have any? Do you have any ongoing injury that's been diagnosed by a doctor? Well, uh, they didn't diagnose it, but I come back here and uh, went to the Sainees over here in Boardman, and they they uh, said that I had a concussion. Are you uh, still treated? of that, I, I got a concussion, and uh, they never caught that out there. They discharged me. All right, all right, all right, all right. let's know what Moses right. is trying to say. Let me, let me comment. Uh, yeah. First of all, you may have a case, uh, but you may have to be able to show, and the burden is on you, that the hospital did not uh, conduct itself uh, with proper care in, uh, in restraining uh, this, this other patient, this mental patient who, whom they knew uh, would be a problem Knew or should have known. Or should have known. And they didn't have proper security. Yes. Security is the is the issue. Right. And uh and if you can show that they did not provide proper security, uh then you may certainly have a claim for your damages, which could include not only your out of pocket bills that you're talking about, but also pain, suffering, inconvenience, loss of uh, uh loss of pleasure, life's pleasure. Uh, any permanency that you might have. And if you had a concussion, generally a concussion can be considered a permanent uh, problem in the sense that even even if there's no bleed in the brain, for example, uh, if you had a concussion, you're more susceptible to future mm-hmm. problems. So the key, the key for you is to make sure you're following up with medical people to get treatment and proper diagnosis and notify a lawyer. In my opinion, that's what you should do, notify a lawyer. Uh, That lawyer will write a letter to uh, the hospital, uh, Mm -hmm. and the hospital will respond, uh, and it might even be able to be settled without uh, any any litigation. How long ago did this happen, caller? Uh, this happened August third uh, of this year. All right, hang on one. And is there a police report, or do you have evidence yep, yep, that it happened? Yeah, police, Cleveland police come out. They took the uh, report. Uh, okay. And there's video. They actually pulled the video. I requested they pull the video. Did they save the video? Well, the risk manager said she saved it, and I got, I got that in writing as far as the date and time. I mean, I, I jotted my own notes. All right, and this person, this mental case who came in. They came, walked in and just started beating on you? Uh, he was casing the ER, and out of nowhere, I'm sitting there waiting, watching TV, and he got me from the side. i never seen it coming. All right. Did security arrive? 
Yeah, they showed up. Uh huh. There's a police report, uh, security report, uh, All right. report, everything. But and they they said you were okay at the time, right? They didn't do any test on you. They did a CAT scan. That was it. And they checked my my pupils and checked my ears and and uh, discharged. And you've had problems since then. Is that correct? I can't. I can't. I can't open my mouth wide enough to eat an apple. I have pain. I can't lay on my my left side. I can't can't eat. I mean, when I go to chew, it hurts. I got ringing in my ear uh, intermittently. Keep you know, in, not all the keep, time, but my ears ring. All right, go ahead, Moses. Caller, keep in mind that uh, you you yourself uh, cannot or you can testify as to your pain and so forth if it came to litigation. But you need a medical expert to be able to say what your injuries are. So that's why I said to you it's important for you to follow up with the medical people. You may have to see a dentist uh, in addition to a neurologist for the concussion. So you've got to follow up or else you will not have proof of what your injuries are. So, my, 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 issue, my issue, Moses, is that I'm uninsured right now. I'm, I'm in between jobs, and I don't have yeah. insurance, and nobody will see you. Well, that's why, it's so, impor- that's why it's important. Well, all right, I understand what you're saying. Eventually, if no one will see you, you then go to the ER. Uh, that uh, that's your only option, probably. But um, okay. get, a lawyer get, would take get, it on a contingency, a right? Yeah. yeah, get a lawyer, and uh, that lawyer may take it on a contingent fee basis, where you won't have to pay him anything, and he gets a fee out of whatever the recovery is. Mm-hmm. Okay, now would this be an injury lawyer or t- yes. what type of lawyer do I mean? This, this malpractice. Would, this would be a lawyer who does medical malpractice because you're talking about standard of care. Did the hospital abide by the proper standard of care in providing security? Okay. Like, for yeah. example, when Moses and DeVecchio come to my studio, I have to put a straight jacket on. That's how worried they are about my mental health. All right? I gotcha. Thank you, sir. Okay. Good luck. Makes it very difficult for me to function here, but in a strange kind of way, you get used to it. All right. We'll pause and then we'll come back after the headline 729 9977. Well, we thought Moses would never leave, right? Yeah, now finally we got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there he goes. He's uh, attorney Carl Moses uh, had to go. He's going to a fundraiser yeah. for, in Pennsylvania. Open you know, bar. Open bar, yeah. Food. Well, it's a little Kavanaugh-like. He's going to the open bar. I didn't bar. ask him what he paid for the ticket, though. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So he's going to a fundraiser. And I like Moses' priority. I have to leave the show. I don't want to miss the meal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you, Carl Moses. Uh, we love him. We really do. Bon appetit. You're right. Absolutely right. All right. So uh, Attorney DeVecchio will be here till 6 o'clock. He takes on all comers. He's one of the most bri- brightest attorneys that you'll find in our community. Child support, divorce, uh, custody issues, any legal issue you have. Three lines in Youngstown. Call now. We have a half an hour to go till 6 729 uh, Particularly if you've got domestic questions, but we don't limit it to just that. But if you've got a, a divorce or child support issues or custody issues, make sure you call. We can guide you in the right direction. Any other legal questions you have, we can answer those for you as well. OVIs. I did a lot of OVIs in my career. A lot of OVIs, civil yeah. litigation, 
All kinds of stuff you've yeah, done. Yeah, a lot of criminal I mean, De- law. Yeah, DeVecchio's been a, a seasoned attorney in, in all this kind of stuff. I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of things in my years. I've seen a lot of things. Yeah, but uh, but you're, I don't want to say your uh, expertise, but, you, but you've honed on the family law end of it. But you've done a lot of other things. You've always, you've done a general practice for a long time. For, yeah, twenty over 25 years. And it's not so much that I honed on the domestic relations. It, it was it, a It, it kind of honed on, it, it honed on to me mm-hmm. you know um it, it just seems like yeah it was a call this is where my career has taken me because and and, and there there's a reason for that you know i there's a re- I'm, a, I'm a faithful person so i think this is probably where i need to be and maybe i'm here to try to help some people i'm a faithful person and that's why after every broadcast i go god why <laughs> why me <laughs> you know what I mean? all right ray you're on the air with attorney devecchio go ahead hi hi ray uh, thanks for taking my call really appreciate it uh, I bought a, uh, a one of those retractable uh, awnings for the deck. Oh, yeah. I know what you sold, mean. Yeah. Sold nationally. I'm not going to mention the name. I know what you mean. Uh, was it the automatic one or the crank one? The, the automatic. All right. Um, I, it was the largest one they had. It's, okay. Uh, 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 20 by 10, I believe. And, and okay. what did that cost and, you, sir? What did that cost you? Yeah. Uh, Close to four thousand dollars. Four thousand, okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, I bought it uh, three years ago, and they came and uh, uh, I won't mention who installed it, mm-hmm. but it was from over there by Youngstown, a mm-hmm. uh, very well-known company. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came, they installed it, and uh, they put a uh, what they call a wind sensor on it. Yes. And if the wind blows, it's supposed to automatically close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we had, last May, we really had a, a freak storm come up. And I, I had an errand to run, and uh, it just popped out of nowhere. Well, the awning never did close from the wind. We had a tremendous wind. back that broke limbs and stuff. And uh, it uh, ruined the, the tarp on it. The, the cover mm-hmm. that from the rain and it had bent down almost to the to the uh, railing on the deck. So I called our home insurance, uh, our homeowners insurance, and they said, "Yeah, they'd take care of it." We had like a five hundred dollar deductible. Well, my wife got to looking at the paperwork from where we bought it, and it was still under warranty. So she called the factory, and they said, "Oh, yeah, that." If the wind sensor didn't work, uh, we'll take care of it. I said, okay, fine. I think the t- to replace the tarp was late eight hundred and some dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sent a they sent a gentleman out to uh, uh, from where we bought it, and uh, he <clears throat> he looked everything over. And I says, "How about if I open it up for you?" And let you see the whole thing. And he says, no, no, no. He says, don't open it up. It might fall off the house, you know. I says, well, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he wrote up an estimate. It was, uh, uh, they were going to, the factory agreed to pay for the, for the uh, tarp. The, I guess that's what you call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to pay the labor, which was $475. Okay. I gotcha. Okay, okay. Now they sent two, uh, they sent out three technicians because this thing weighs like 300 pounds. They had to take it off the house and remount it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hang on so a second. I want to get my lunch. They got to remount it. Oh, pardon me. And I wanted to get my lunch. Go ahead. 
Okay. So they remounted it, put it up, put the new tarp on it, and there's all kinds of other damage. Mm-hmm. Like the arms are bent, and they, what they call knuckles. To, yeah. To, uh, you mean when they know, opened it up, it, when they opened it up, that the frame was shot yeah, because the, of the wind? Yeah, okay. the frame was bent. It needed arms. Right. So it what happened? these knuckles. Yeah. So we called the factory while the technicians were still there and talked to some lady and couldn't get anywhere with her. I mean, she said, absolutely not, you know. So I've just, uh, the technician says, well, we sell about uh, 190 of these things a year, you know. Mm-hmm. So we we were, uh, he says that, well, we're going to, uh, I'll talk to the, to our, to the owner of the company over there. Yeah. And see if they'll do something, you know. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I paid them the four hundred and I'm gonna grab a shower seventy five dollars for the for the for the uh, uh, labor on it, mm-hmm. and uh, I've just got the feeling I don't think they're going to do anything. Uh, it was a defective. How long? Uh, how long ago did they say they'd do something? Uh, this was a week ago, Friday. All right. Well, it's too too soon and to I tell. I haven't heard from them yet. Well, call them. Call them tomorrow and say what's going on with my okay. uh, with my awning. Okay. Now, what is my options if they opt out of this? I could have turned it into my homeowners, and they'd have probably paid for a new one. But I didn't want to put the claim because no, we've never we've never made one ever. You yeah, know, plus uh, plus the company seventy one. I didn't sure. want to. Hey, Turned listen. It into them when it was under warranty, and the, co- and the company said it was still under warranty, and they covered the one part of it. I don't know why yeah. they're not covering the yeah. other part. Right. Well, you probably should have insisted on opening it to make a determination as to whether or not there was additional damage, and and yeah. there he, may be a reason for that. There I'm may not, be a reason I'm, why they didn't want you to open it up. Oh, I'm sorry that I I, I jumped in on you like that, but uh, he had told me absolutely don't open it because it was yeah. kind of pulled away from the right. from the house. He says it may fall. Well, they well, could, well call- I don't now after they did it, but if you was like uh, five foot two, you could walk underneath. It, mm-hmm. You know, right? But uh, uh, it, I don't know. You know, I, I just got the feeling that we're going to get. Well, don't. Uh, well, forget that feeling. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a backbone, and I want you to call a company and stop thinking that you're going to get screwed. Start thinking of. This is covered under warranty. Be they persistent. Covered the, they covered the cloth. I want to know what you're going to do about the frame, right? Be, per, yeah. be, be, be tough. Be persistent. Say, listen, that's why I have the warranty. You know, I, I'm I'm exercising my rights under this warranty. Either you cover it or you you get sued because that's part of what you bought when you bought that was the warranty. And they acknowledge right. the, the, the with the cloth, right? They already acknowledge. Right. And right, and was, then and then your complaint to the local company is your technicians didn't want to open it. When they did open it, it's a wreck. They said you were going to do something about it. What's the status of this? Stop mm-hmm. acting like you don't mention your homeowners or anything. Throw in a few swear words. That works good too. Well, and you know what? Plus, if it was pulling away from the house, then then when they put the new tarp on it, how they had to fix something well, with the they, guts of they it, didn't they? Anchored it with bigger bolts. They yeah. put the whole thing down, and they used bigger uh, lag bolts. Much bigger leg bolts to anchor it again with glue on them, you know, so it wouldn't pull back out. Yeah. But uh, uh, I I, uh, I wanted to open it for the for the guy that came to, from. Yeah, but he didn't want it open. I get to, it. To I, the, I heard all of that the first time. So call a company. Be aggressive. 
Uh, uh, you said, I, I, you know, oh, stop telling. I want you to stop I, I telling yourself. The and you know what? When they came out to make the repairs to the tarp, you sh- while you had them there, you should have checked out everything else. I know hindsight's always twenty twenty, but yeah. you know they're there. You should say, well, let's see if there's any additional damage because they didn't want me to open this when they came to assess it. And when those guys came back to put the cloth on, and and when you opened it, and it was a wreck. I w- it would have said the following: Hey, Goober, you told me last time not to open it. Yeah. Look at the mess I got. Take here. pictures and make sure your pictures yeah. are dated. Yeah, take. Them. Should I should I call uh, should I call the company in uh, Niles that, that sold it to me, or should I just call the factory direct? Who, uh, whoever issued the warranty, call both of them. Oh yeah, call them both. And you okay. call the company and say you warrantied the th- the cloth because it was under. I don't. I want this frame to be replaced. Okay. Because now, now the warranty has expired. Now I don't care. It's when it happened. But it, did be, but it hadn't before this. Right. It's documented that it was it was uh, still good. The warranty was still in existence when the damage occurred. Right. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, in, in the meantime, how's your tan? It's wonderful. Right, because he has no shade now. He's out in the sun all the time. Yeah, we, we didn't use it all summer. So. Right, but I mean, I mean, you probably got a good color about about you as an old guy. You probably got some color and all that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm 75. You know, we're on. Right, so you don't need to worry about you don't need to worry about crow's feet or anything. If you get a good tan, you might look a little younger. I hope so. All right, thank <laughs> you. Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> no nude sunbathing out there, though, and keep your shirt on. All right. Oh uh, yeah, I guess maybe I should. Yeah, God, there's nothing okay. more disgusting than an old person with their shirt off, <laughs> which is myself included. Incidentally, gonna... <laughs> no, you weren't going to say that, were you? I mean, it's... no, I was going to say we're getting older. Come I on, know. I know. When I see old guys out mowing their grass, and then you with their realize you're off, one of them. All right, I want to stop and say, for God's sakes, put your shirt. I on. still think I'm a kid until I look in the mirror and I'm like. Dang, when did my father get here? Really? Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, I kind of like your father. <laughs> no, me too. I love him. Great guy. Yeah. You know, but I, mean, I always thought I was younger than him. Now I'm not. Yeah. So there, so, you, know, so there you have it. I had, uh, let's see here. Tom, you're on the air with Mark DeVecchio, attorney at law. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Good, Tom. How are you? Good, good. Ron, you sound better than yesterday. I just want to say that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. You were pretty excited yesterday. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, quick question. My mother had um, surgery recently at a hospital in area. Uh, it was a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in her 60s, uh, still working. Um, she had to go back for a second uh, hysterectomy up in Cleveland Clinic because the first time didn't go so well. Uh, the two surgeons that saw her at Cleveland Clinic said the first surgeon uh, locally, uh, his wor- their words were butchered her. Wow. Um, a lot of issues. Uh, she had to, again, take time off work a second time for the second surgery and is now recovering at home. Uh, on a, a limited income, she does work but does not make a lot. Just wondering what information I would need um, to present to a lawyer to see if that's even a case. Um, would that opinion from a Cleveland Clinic doctor go far? Um, or I think well, here's the problem that I always encountered. That Cleveland Clinic doctor may have said that to you, but but I don't think he's going to say it in a courtroom uh, and get another fellow doctor in trouble. I'm, I I mean I just that's been my experience. I'm not making a generalization. I'm not saying but anything he, bad about doctors. But if he brings it to the firm, now, now I want you to listen. If you come to Beatrice Cop and Harshman, right with his case and he explains this because I think he might have a case. Don't you guys have on? Don't yes. you guys get doctors? To yeah, evaluate? absolutely. They, they you bring all your medical records first. Then, yeah, her, well, her medical records. Then you go to an, you get an independent medical exam. You have another doctor. 
or a medical professional lay a set of eyes on it to determine whether the standard of care, their duty to maintain a standard of care was violated and whether they committed malpractice. Now, if one doctor said another doctor butchered a surgical procedure, that's a pretty strong indication that there was a violation of a standard of care and that there was probably some kind of malpractice. But then that's only the first step in your case. The next step is what are your damages? What are your damages? She had to have another operation. Well, all right. So significant, but at long term, what are your long term damages? How did it change her life? Yeah, another right. operation. You you lose work. You lose some hours. Pain. You take some time recuperating. Pain and suffering. You know those, that has a dollar value. But okay. you know to really hit the home run, unfortunately, they looked at how your life was changed as a result of the malpractice. Okay. But he does have a case. He does have a case. Absolutely. Call a firm and ask for Carl Moses. But Carl uh, Moses. Yeah, uh, Beatrice Kopp and Harshman. Okay. And, and ask for that. Moses, and at least he'll hear you out. And he'll tell you what you know what direction to go with that. Okay. Or, I okay. mean, on, on behalf of your mother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wish your mother luck. That, that story's... Uh, is she feeling uh, better? She is. You know, she's, t- she's taking care of... Uh, stepfather who has dementia on top of everything so there's a lot of dynamics going on on top of it all so well, what exactly are you what, what exactly are you doing <laughs> uh, i live locally I, I help her as much as i can <laughs> all right see i've, I've heard some about, horror stories about hysterectomies yeah I, but i mean yeah. but i'm but uh, you know I'm, I'm being like the the older brother i'm saying well what are you doing he's got oh, dementia yeah, she's yeah. got hysterectomy help out your mom and dad right <laughs> are you taking the garbage out on garbage night and things like that uh, I, yes, and running around. Yes, all that. Yes. <laughs> Boy, I bet your life is miserable. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, thanks. thanks Good guys. luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh, man, that's tough on him. Hey, just for a second, before I take our next call for Attorney at Law, Mark DeVecchio. That sounds like it should be a TV show. Yeah, Attorney I Attorney like at Law, Mark DeVecchio. There is a uh, uh, thing that you can go to, gang, at the links at Firestone Farms, which is a brunch, a Sunday brunch. Reservations aren't required, but larger groups should call to check on availability. This is Sunday, this coming Sunday, from 10 till 2. And here's what you can find out. For adults, it's twelve ninety-five. Children ages 6 to 11, it's seven ninety-five. Five and under are free. And this is all you can eat. Carved roast top rounds, chicken parmesan. Cavatels with uh, Lynx uh, pink sauce, buttered parsley potatoes. Love those. Uh, broccoli with cheese, bacon and sausage, homemade cinnamon sugar donuts, variety of salads, made to order omelets, crepe station. Did I pronounce that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, plain waffles, pumpkin waffles, ice cream bar, homemade desserts. Where is this? All of this, all of that is available from 10 till 2. Eat as much as you like. 10 till 2. At uh, the links at Firestone Farms. We should send this to Carl Moses. Which is, yeah, he could take us, which is located at 105 St. Andrews Drive in Columbiana. 105 St. Andrews Drive in Columbiana this Sunday from 10 till 2. Check it out. I mean, you know, so like I said, it's twelve ninety five for adults, children ages 6 to 11, seven ninety five, five and under free. And that's, you know, you can get breakfast food, you can get uh, like uh, lunch stuff, and you can eat to your heart's content. Nice uh, atmosphere, too. You go at 10 and just eat straight through until 2? Like start at brunch, breakfast, and then finish Absolutely. up with lunch? Absolutely. I mean, wow. just sit there and, and, and graze, right? <laughs> that would be fun. Wouldn't that be <laughs> yeah. fun? And it's out by the golf course, so, you know, it's kind of cool. All right, next call, Jack. Mark DeVecchio, attorney at law. Mr. DeVecchio, doing? Hey, Jack. Herb, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, I have a question about a, a criminal case. 
and it's not my case. I'm, I'm re- kind of familiar with it. Anyhow, uh, the the uh, people that were arrested uh, got married, and the wife said she married the husband to prevent him from uh, testifying against her. And I was just wondering if the crime was committed before the marriage, is that still mm. applicable? That's that, a good that's question. That's a great question. Why did uh, why did he marry her if if he knew that? Well, you're you're talking about privileged communication, okay? Mm-hmm. And and you know, lawyers and their clients have it, doctors and their patients have it, priests and the people that they administer to have it, but there are exceptions. If a priest knows that someone in a confessional booth is going to kill somebody and commit a crime, then I think that the privilege there is no longer that privilege, okay? So you could make an interesting argument both ways. One, that they got married to create this privilege, okay? The privilege when this uh, information became known, there was no privilege. They weren't married. But you could say now they are married, so she can't testify against her husband. That's an interesting – I think you could argue that both ways, and I think it would be a matter for the court to to decide. I don't think you could marry – There is uh, audio evidence to prove that that was the case – uh, the cause for the marriage. Then I then I would say I would argue that that's not privileged communication, and that she has she could be compelled to testify. Okay. That's, I mean that's, that's just my uh, position. It may not be absolutely right. I'll, I'd like to research it a little further, though. But you're not Carl Moses. Yeah, I mean, I, my, you know, some things are just if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. If you're doing something to try to get you out of doing something that you lawfully morally should do then you probably should have to do it anyway that should not be your defense to to prevent you from having to testify so she married him so that he wouldn't testify against her that's what you're telling me correct yes really all the guys i know they marry the girl because well she's pregnant usually but uh so it's never I've, i've never heard of this it's like painting your car after a hit and run or something like that right well as opposed to painting it right exactly what was the crime was it a serious crime I can't say. I, I, well, just I, same to answer. Is it a serious crime? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is he nervous so, being married to her now? Uh. Well. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're both uh, incarcerated. So. Uh, oh, they're in. Just, they're in jail now. Right. Oh well, so they they're not even together then, right? Yeah, are they co-defendants? No. Are they co-defendants and and on a, on a case and the the police is trying to get them to turn on each other? That's uh possibly the case, yes. Oh, so they're trying to get one to snitch on the other one. Right. I think I saw something like this uh If right. he, if either you or your spouse is a defendant in a court trial, husband and wife privilege prevents the confidential communication from being used as evidence against you or your spouse. So the privilege may prevent a wife from testifying against the husband if the husband is accused of dealing drugs or something like that. Um, oh, wait a second. The privilege may be invoked in criminal or civil proceedings. Uh, marital confidences, privileges only apply to communications made during the marriage and cannot be invoked uh, for communications before the marriage. Or after the marriage. That's that's what my uh, guess was, but I am nowhere near an attorney. So, uh, well, I, 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 I've 
listen, I appreciate that, and uh, I think I'll uh, pass that information on to whoever needs it. Good luck, Jack. Thank you right. very much. So, so that's the yeah. I mean, if you're going to get informa- uh, information between the wife, the talk between the wife and yeah, the husband, that makes sense. If you your husband and wife have communications, it's privileged. you know it's it's privileged. But if it's if it's you're so, not husband and wife and you have these communications, there's no privilege. So last night when my wife said to me, uh, "Get your hands off of me, uh, you big loser," was that privileged? <laughs> Was it privilege? I'm trying. Well, I mean, it wasn't your privilege. Let's put it that way. Right, right, right. right. You, and uh, she was denying your privilege there last right, night, buddy. Right. So that was that was like a privileged conversation. That uh, I probably shouldn't have told everybody. Right. Right. But if there's a lawsuit, you know, for that, or if you get nominated for the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court yeah, she can't testify to that. Right. Exactly. Can you imagine that this guy, I mean, it's hard for me to imagine, folks, that this uh, this guy, Kavanaugh, it's shocking to me, it, I'm shocked, he drank beer in college. Yeah, you know what? A beer in wow. college. The devil's brew. Yes. You know what? I'm so glad that I never drank beer in college, so it'll never come back to haunt me. <laughs> right. Right. Beer. I mean, he, I understand sometimes even occasionally a dark beer. Yeah. Not always a you know Pilsner. What? Ben Franklin said that's how you know God loved us because he created beer. That was a Ben Franklin line. And they, he had some political clout back in the day. I also hear during his college time he listened to loud rock music. That's right. <laughs> and and whistled at girls. Yes. Ben Franklin was quite a ladies' man. And I am shocked by all those revelations that have come out by that that type of behavior, which yeah. I find appalling. You know, yes, it is. It's... Uh, it's uh, should be just milkshakes and lollipops and that kind of stuff. That's yeah. you know from from my perspective, folks. Did you enjoy our stay together? Without uh, you know what, I look over there. Even though you're sitting in your usual chair, I look over there. The empty chair, and it's the empty chair. The empty chair. Right? I, I look Where over. Carl it. Moses once sat. Right, and I keep looking there. Do you see this tear? Yeah. Yes. I, I, it's, it's an emotional moment. It's an emotion. I look over there, and he's not there, and I'm just so used to... I think there's a little dependency issue between you and Carl Moses. I think there is. I miss that look, like, you know, that look he gives me, like, shut up, you're an idiot. <laughs> that you condescending know? look, that like, condescending you look. know nothing. <laughs> yes, you know, like, like that. I, I, I've grown to love that look. You know he what? Me, He's a good, Carl Moses, He's a everybody out there, Carl Moses is a good guy. And a, a great good lawyer. guy. Yes, he, he is. He really Absolutely. is a smart, uh, smart Really lawyer. smart uh, very approachable, very empathetic, just a good, a, a real asset to the firm. Right. I mean, he is he is really, really good. I can't tell you the number of times that, uh, you know, when he stops on his way in, he stops down there at Dunkin' and brings us all donuts. Oh, no, he doesn't do no, that. I, does he? I, he's, I, not since I've been here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to see that might have been someone else that wasn't. And he does just... stop at Dunkin' every time, too. Yeah, and have some coffee and that kind yeah. of stuff. He never brings anything. Come to think of it. A wake-up wrap, something. They're like a buck each. How about just a glazed donut? Is that asking too much? No, it's not. And now that I now that I think about it, I take that back what I said earlier. <laughs> All right, we love Moses. Thank you, Attorney at Law Mark DeVecchio. Thank you, Mister Verb. Thank you, Carl Moses. Thank you, Attorney Beatrice. The Legal Show is brought to you by Beatrice Kopp and Harshman on News Radio five seventy WKB. And we'll pause for the news at six o'clock, and then uh, Doctor Vactor is going to talk about getting healthy and weight loss and how you can uh, you know get the right lose that weight. That's coming Hi, up Mom. after the news. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs>